Time now for our Faith Family Football Focus on Faith interview. Notre Dame starting quarterback in 2017 was, of course, Brandon Wimbush. Led the Irish to a 10-3 season. Started 2018 as the starter. Was 3-0 when he was then replaced by Ian Book as the starting quarterback. Wimbush did not let that deter him from being a good teammate and leader on the team. And when Book went down with an injury late in the season, Wimbush stepped in for one week to lead the Irish to victory on senior day as Notre Dame finished the regular season undefeated that year. Wimbush discusses how his faith got him through those difficult moments and how the life lesson of overcoming adversity has set him up for success in life after football. He co-founded Mogul, a company helping athletes in the name, image, and likeness era. And he's even doing prayers on the Hallow app, which is the number one rated Catholic prayer app. And, oh, by the way, he weighs in on the Tommy Reese yelling at Drew Pine video. Wimbush says he absolutely loved it. We'll hear all of that coming up. Here's our Focus on Faith interview with former Irish quarterback Brandon Wimbush. All right, Brandon, Saul, recently you did some meditations and some prayers for the Hallow app, the Catholic Prayer app, a prayer for after a win and a prayer for after a loss. Just uh, tell us a little bit about this and how this came to be, that this partnership with Hallow uh, happened for you. Yeah, Angelo. First off, thanks so much for having me. The Hallow partnership was special in the making, a uh, long time overdue, being that uh, Hallow's co-founders, Alex, um, and then their chief um, marketing and, and influencer officer is also a Notre Dame grad, right? So this was something that we've been working on. And um, the Hallow team was actually, people, you know, a group of individuals that we tapped tapped on as we got, you know, through the building process as a startup. Um, they were going through a very similar process. So this was always something long in the making. And, you know, they had the idea around wanting to work with specifically Notre Dame athletes and high-profile athletes, including you know, myself and uh, guys like Brady Quinn, Chris Fink, and Coach Coach Lou Holtz and Skylar Diggins. And, you know, now they saw the Manti Teo documentary and they thought he'd be a, uh, another fantastic fit as well. So this was always on their radar and I was happy to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, as, as the co-founder of Mogul, I was also happy to include some of those high-profile athletes um, and execute on, on their behalf. Is praying after a win or a loss something that was very big for you when you were playing? Honestly, Angelo, it, it wasn't, right? But meditating and getting in a right mental frame of mind was something that that was big for me pregame, whether that meant sitting in my locker for five minutes or whether that meant uh, spending alone time and quiet time in the hotel room uh, before the game. Like, those were my settings on where I kind of just – you know, relieve myself of, of any stress, uh, understanding that I was playing a game, understanding that there was so much more to life, understanding that I was, that I was ultimately prepared to go out and, and compete. That's kind of my mental routine that I had, you know, leading up to the game. Uh, but prayer was always a part of it too, right? Like we had mass before every game. Uh, you know, we did the same thing when I was in high school. So it was always kind of a part of my routine kind of just naturally. You mentioned uh, high school as well. You, you aren't Catholic, but you attended Catholic high school. Um, yeah. And obviously you went to a Catholic university at Notre Dame. You know, what did, What were the benefits of that for you in terms of helping you grow in your Christian faith? Yeah, I think just spiritually being on those two campuses, right? I went to a prep school, a Jesuit school, which is a form of, a, of Catholicism. And then it was a really, it made it, it, made it for an easy transition uh, to Notre Dame and and um, kind of being around the same types of, of folks, understanding um, understanding 
you know, the importance of, of the spiritual dynamic of our lives. Um, it was just embedded in everything that we did from, from going to class to preparing for games, uh, and, you know, to finishing up games to how we ate kind of your everyday process. You had to come across something that was, there was a spiritual component to it, to, to, you know, to even taking classes and being taught by, by, uh, by priests. Right. So two phenomenal experiences and obviously things that I, I uh, maintain in my daily rituals today. Former Notre Dame quarterback Brandon Wimbush joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. This is our Focus on Faith interview, faith, family, football, as we like to call it, the intersection of here surrounding Notre Dame athletics. You know, Brandon, I don't know if you remember this, but, uh, you know, when you were, I think, a freshman, I guess would have been, when you guys were playing in the Fiesta Bowl, you guys went over to Ikea as uh, the team bonding thing. I remember seeing you really working hard with with a kid there, uh, building a bed for him, helping him out, and you were really into it. You were one of the players that was really into it, and then all of a sudden – you looked around, and the kid you were working with was gone. Do you remember that? Uh, he kind of he kind of left you for a second, and you were wondering where the heck did he go? Yeah, I kind of do remember that. I don't know why it's kind of a, a vague memory, but that's just something that we love to do, right? Giving back to the community and uh, knowing that there's so much more to the Notre Dame football program than just playing ball. That kind of intertwines into the spiritual component, right? I mean, we did that every day on my birthday. For the other four years, we, we would always go back to Meyer in South Bend and take 100 kids with us and give them a shopping experience um, of their lifetime around Christmas time. So uh, that was just one of those experiences. But, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of do remember the kids just kind of roaming off and us having this completely full bed built and just like, what are we going to do with it now? <laughs> I'll I'll, let, I'll remind you of where he ended up. He ended up with Corey Robinson, and Corey had about twelve <laughs> kids surrounding him because that's that's who Corey was too, right? Yeah. It was like some yeah. way somehow every kid he wanted to be around. Him. Everyone was getting around Corey. I always laughed that that was uh, you know kind of your start out of the gate. You know, uh, yeah. people forget you you were thirteen and three as a starter at Notre Dame, including of course three and zero in twenty eighteen before yeah. you were replaced as a starter by Ian Book. Yeah, how difficult was that to process at the time because you guys were winning it wasn't like hey you were yeah. getting relieved of your duties because you were oh and three right you were three yeah. and how were you able to process that um brandon yeah i just got chills man because it's it's not easy it'll never be easy but i I've, I've done a really good job of kind of looking forward right and, and what can you learn from that that uh that scenario within your life but it wasn't easy again as a competitor that's the last thing that you know, you want to happen is to get taken out of your role in your position, especially as a starting quarterback um, at Notre Dame. But you have to make the decision to be a good teammate, teammate, right? And and support the guy who's next up in line. And um, again, it's bigger than yourself. Uh, you're playing for a community, playing for a university, especially at Notre Dame, um, and that people want to see you win. So, you know, I mean, for me, it was taking a step back, understanding what was going on processing everything that was going on and then becoming a good uh, becoming a good teammate to Ian and the rest of the guys and helping the team win which we did and we went 12 and 0 that year and you know I think I, I know I did come up big um, once we were once we were 9 you know and then we had to go play Florida State to continue on the uh, undefeated path there yeah, you kept that positive attitude, and you helped lead Notre Dame to victory against Florida State on senior day when when Ian got injured. Just what did that game yeah. mean to you to have one more opportunity 
Um, and obviously what was a big game for that season, because if, if you, if you didn't have the right mindset, that could have went a totally different direction. Right. But, um, so yeah. what did that game mean to you to have one more opportunity? Yeah. I mean, it meant a lot. And, and the biggest thing for me that, that meant even more than the opportunity was that my teammates like completely supported me throughout that entire week. And you should, you know, coach Lee was the defensive coordinator at the time as a head coach at, at Vanderbilt. And I remember one of the guys on the defense coming up to me and saying that, you know, Coach Lee is, is in full support of you, man, and we're going to do some – it's been it's been noted in the uh, defensive locker room that we're doing all we can this week to make sure that, uh, you know, the offense is put in the best positions throughout the game to win and, and to make – you know, to, to, to have a productive day. So that spoke volumes to me and kind of gave me a lot of confidence early in the week that everybody was on board, everybody was confident in me and uh, that we were going to win the game. Did your faith help you during that time, that during that season? Because th- you question a lot of stuff, right, at that at that time. Did yeah. that help you? And you were obviously seemed like such a grounded individual. W- was your faith a, a key in keeping you together during those times, like kind of what you were explaining yeah. before? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you can't get through that without, without your faith and without your support system and without a, a mental frame, right? Like... I could have went and gone off the walls. Um, but again, I, I, I stayed, I stayed in my faith. I stayed in my Bible. Um, you know, I wasn't using aloe at the time. I don't think it was, uh, even, a, a, a operating company at the time, but mentally we had a, you know, sports psychologist that we had access to all the time. Um, so there was always that kind of extra, you know, added benefits for, for us. Um, but faith wise, man, like that was the only thing to keep me going. Um, understanding that, you know, following God's lead, understanding that I wanted people to feel me, uh, or feel God through, through me and their conversations with me and see that I was continuing to smile and, and live through him was really, um, was really a big part of, of why I came out of that year with a smile on my face. Yeah, and having that smile on your face, ultimately, you know, your football experience at Notre Dame maybe didn't go the way you wanted. You finished up at UCF in that regard. But in terms of your Notre Dame experience as a whole, um, Brandon, what did it mean to you? Yeah, I, I don't even know if I can put words into uh, – if I can speak it into words, honestly, Angelo, what it meant to me. But and it's very cliche, but the people there that you run into are kind of people that are going to last for a lifetime. And so – I was able to and fortunate enough to experience that. And, and I mean, there's, there's so much, right. That I can kind of weigh in on, but that, that experience from a football standpoint, going through that, those trials, I think just set me up for the remainder of my life. Um, and understanding what hardship felt like and how to come out of hardship and how to have perspective and how to continue to stay in your faith and trust in the Lord. So all those different things, right. Uh, I think that's what college is for especially if you're doing it on your own. But, you know, so all that into one. <laughs> Former Notre Dame quarterback Brandon Wimbos joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Uh, Brandon, you kind of were at the forefront of name, image, and likeness with the formation of Mogul. Kind of tell us about how you developed this because, correct me if I'm wrong, it felt like you guys were developing Mogul before NIL was actually officially a thing, right? Yeah, we were well before. Shout out to my business partner, Insight. I was a former Notre Dame grad as well, and his foresight to see the opportunity before it um, before it was existed. 
Um, he had begun running, begun writing a business plan back in October of 2019 when, um, you know, he, 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 he took what he saw on TV in this case, which was California's governor, Gavin Newsom on LeBron James show, uh, the shop. And, you know, he signed into a bill that day, given the um, allowing college athletes in the state of California to make money come January 2023. So since then, we've been building. Uh, he reached out to me trying to get an athlete perspective, understand what athletes needed uh, from this experience. And, and ever since then, again, we've, you know, we've, we've progressed and it's been one of our advantages that we've been in business for, you know, close to three years now. All right, uh, Notre Dame obviously uh, at the forefront of those listening here's mind being a Notre Dame football show. How does Notre Dame survive in the NIL era, do you feel, Brandon? Because it's different than other places. They're not going to have um, – they're not going to do things the same way some other colleges would. How does Notre Dame survive in the NIL era? By doing it right, doing it the right way and having the people support and who support the program doing everything the right way and – I mean, that's been a consistent and a, or a constant, I should say, um, ever since we've engaged with Notre Dame from an NIL perspective is that they're going to take their time to, to figure it out and the best way to do it, right? Optimize the opportunity for their athletes and, and it's so much more than NIL for, for Notre Dame. Wanted to ask you about the current team a little bit. Did you get a chance to uh, see the, the viral video of uh, Tommy Reese getting on Drew Pine during the first half yeah. of the game? Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> what did you make of that? Uh, it's just Tommy coaching his guys and telling Drew that we prepared for this and um, just stay, you know, just stay, understand your coaching and, and, and take your coaching and apply it, right? Because I, I know for a fact when Tommy gets that uh, adamant about something that it was something that they they went over at least – at least four times during the week, right? So you're supposed to retain that information and apply it. Um, and, and, and ultimately, as a quarterback, you're supposed to make the throw, right? Make the right decision, make the throw. That's your job. And then what does it say about Drew Pine that uh, he took that and led Notre Dame yeah. in scoring drives on four of the next five possessions? Obviously, it worked. Yeah, exactly. So, again – that's why you practice and um, that's why you run those plays during the week and you understand your reads and you understand where to go with the ball uh, because you have one of the smartest guys coaching you as, as a quarterback coach and you're lucky and blessed for that. And, and Drew understands that. And so, you know, he trusts in his coach. Uh, so it's great to see and, and, and really excited for Drew to continue to lead this team uh, for the rest of the year and see his growth. Quarterback's such a mental game, Brandon, as much as it is physical. How critical was it for Drew to to have that bounce back second half? Obviously, things almost felt like they couldn't go worse for him in the first half, but then he played so well after that. How how important was that for him um, now to help him now for the rest of the season? He's big. Um, again, I, I wish I would have caught more of the second half, but I think just in general, right, concept of having a big half puts you on path to have you know start the game the next game with much more confidence everybody else you everybody else around you has much more confidence in your abilities uh, which I don't think we're ever in doubt with Drew but knowing that he can come in and, and lead the team to victory essentially from behind is, is a good thing for 
for a young guy and, and for his uh, for his own boost of confidence. So I'm looking forward to it again the rest of the season. Brandon, thank you very much for, for taking the time with be, to be with us today. You got it, Angela. Thanks for having me. That's former Irish quarterback Brandon Wimbush in our Focus on Faith interview. Uh, I just uh, I, I loved his honesty in, in different points and, and just uh, his perspective of being a few years removed uh, on many different levels. He, he, he can get us from NIL to being the quarterback to the current quarterback situation to, to Faith, a little bit of everything there. Yeah, just a great interview with. He's such a wise guy. Is yeah. what I got from that interview, and you know, I loved. He was talking about when he did become the backup, and and book took over. You know, just wanting to be that good guy on the team that everyone still wanted to be be around and have around. And I think you know, having that person around a, a program is just a great thing to have. And I think we hear a lot of that about Drew Pine. Just he was the backup before last week. And, you know, he was still that guy who was a leader and a great guy to have around. And so I think a great omen for him, possibly this season. And, of course, going forward, obviously, Brandon having a lot of success after college as well. Yeah, I think that respect factor, you're right, is kind of common between those two. So there is kind of a, a, a link in many ways. But, man, in some ways, man, don't you wish uh, – Irish fans probably wish <laughs> they had a Brandon Wimbush right now to, to be the quarterback, to have that – uh, that type of player back there uh, that could that could help right now. All right, uh, John didn't want to go with that one. <laughs> do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The golden rule. When you schedule a financial checkup with Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our people will be helpful and honest and kind. They will look for ways to save you money. And when your checkup is complete, they will send $150 to Redeemer Radio. For more info, visit NotreDameFCU.com slash elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.